0: and finding new ones along the way. Hey there Habit Thrivers and welcome to episode number 48 of your Habit Thrive podcast. How we do anything is how we do everything. Now the first thing I did when I started to prepare for this episode was to Google who said this. And the person that came up is best-selling author, speaker, and money manager, T. Harve Ecker, who said, How you do something is how you do everything. If you move forward in some areas of your life, other areas will start getting better too. And so we do often see this quote expressed as, How you do one thing is how you do everything. Or... How I'm going to choose to use it today as we move through this episode. How you do anything is how you do everything. Because, wow, does that apply to decluttering. For sure, I'd say that decluttering our kitchens, our pantries, our fridges can lead to easier food prep and perhaps better food choices. Decluttering our front entrances may lead to us getting out the door on time or having us feel peaceful upon return to our homes with that sense of, ah, decluttering our bedrooms may lead to a more sound sleep, but we don't. No, until we just start to notice. And overall decluttering our minds through journaling or brain dumping or meditation may lead to easier and better decisions around our health and our wellness and maybe helps us move through our days and our lives with less suffering and a little more joy. So wow, very yoga-ish if you ask me. I also like to say that decluttering skills are very transferable and that they can just become our operating system. Decluttering does not exist in a vacuum. It is part of what we do and an internal cleansing, if you will. Everything we move, everything we shift, everything that we move outside of our body, something inside moves. It might move out, we might let it go, or we may just kind of shift it to the back burner a little bit. But decluttering, cleansing, cleaning on the outside absolutely affects us on the inside and vice versa. To notice this though is to be awake, to be alive, and to be engaged in the process, in the present moment. And that really just, means taking note of the small things. So you hit that timer on your stove for 15 minutes to declutter a drawer. You move around your uh, house and collect a donation bag and, and then drop it at the donation bin on your way to grocery shopping. So you're just like, hmm, it doesn't happen or it doesn't have to happen in a vacuum and just automatically. It's, that sitting for a moment and noticing that a lot of things had to line up for you to do that, initially anyways, because it does start to become second nature, and then you just, I say, give yourself a pat on the back, do a little happy dance, because that little extra piece of awareness and noticing is what motivates you to keep going. For me, and this has just been happening lately, if I'm at a restaurant and I'm having, let's say, a business lunch and we do that, I do this with friends once a month, next time I'm, and they're going to call me on this because they listen to this, (laughs) they listen to this podcast, in that moment I am going to snap a picture of my restaurant receipt right there on my phone so that it goes directly into my QuickBooks, and then I'm going to rip that receipt right there. Now that is challenging. I have started in the past. I've gone to my vehicle and the receipt is still in my hand. I take a picture, goes into QuickBooks As opposed to what I normally would do which would be to put it in a little you know area little zipper in my purse and then if I remember taking it out when I get home depending on what else was going on or three months later or whenever my quarterly books come uh, come up I'm looking for that piece of paper to again just take a picture and put it in my QuickBooks. Holy smokes, the difference between in the moment, out of my mind. Actually, as you know, these decisions, these things are percolating in the back of your mind and they're taking your energy. They're actually zapping your energy so for you it might be something like in the moment finishing your coffee in the in the morning so you have your coffee cup do you put it in the dishwasher or do you wash it right away or do you you're in a hurry you just pile it into the sink with the rest of the dishes so these are the little decluttering moments that make a huge huge difference in the overall i'm going to say way that our day flows out So even with that coffee cup, even if you've been doing this forever, stop, breathe. If gratitude comes rushing in for your coffee, for the fact that you notice this, for the fact that you're having lunch with two amazing or more (laughs) or one lovely lady, give yourself a gold star honest to goodness we do not give ourselves enough gold stars and all of these line up again for the rest of the day and then you'll start to actually again notice that there is a, always a next step so in that next step of being in the restaurant with your friends with your colleagues thinking okay we do this once a month so let's plan right now and I know a lot of you do that already but sometimes we just we do forget So in that moment, okay, what is the next step? So you plan your meeting the next month. And in fact, that's a great way just to ensure that it happens as opposed to, we're gonna have to do this again sometime. No. Let's do it. Right now, let's put it in our calendar, because if we leave that restaurant, and yes, we have done that, and then we're going back and forth by text and with our calendars, and sometimes (laughs) having to cancel again and go back and forth, or I go home and I put it on my to-do list, need to reach out to the girls to plan the next. Oh my gosh, in the moment, with your calendars, plan that next lunch, you've actually decluttered your to-do list, and your agenda in that moment. So it seems like a small thing, but until you realize the steps that had to go into place to do that, and that you took the initiative to do that, again, it's not small. All of these seemingly small little things do line up and come together to make a huge difference overall in the flow of your day, and I'm I'm gonna say the flow of your life. Some of the things that we have been talking about over the course of the last, well, the last month as we have been looking at May for decluttering, we have talked about particular steps. So I've shared some of my favorites that have come up from different decluttering podcasts. And I'm going to give a shout out right now for decluttering podcasts my favorite, as opposed to reading blogs and even YouTube videos. Decluttering podcasts have made a huge difference for me. I love putting them on while I'm decluttering, and you get all kinds of different little tips and ideas, and it actually, again, it makes it more enjoyable. What we've been talking about in these particular episodes It's been a little bit of a a more a philosophy of decluttering. And this is again, what I would love you to hold on to, because when we do our steps of decluttering and we don't kind of link it to the overall, our overall health and wellness, and how we are making a decision to make more space in our life, when we don't make that connection, it seems very, very mundane, right? It's just like, oh, I have to declutter. But when we again come to, hmm, I get to do this. I get to strengthen this area of my brain that makes decisions. I get to see how this connects to me eating better, how it connects to me sleeping better. How we do anything is how we do everything so these little moments in the day when you start to say okay what do I do how do I act first thing in the morning and again we can start back even with your with your coffee cup and I'm going to share something that happened this morning as I was preparing for this podcast so I'm doing my notes and then I'm dealing with the the dishes and getting some lunch ready and I am going to close up the bag on the nuts and it has that little zipper part and I'm trying to close it, it's not working. I can be very impatient. I'm just like, oh, okay, I'm just gonna squeeze the, you know, the the beginning and the end, I can't get the middle and I'm, no, Lori, breathe, close the bag. Because what I've noticed, and this is not, I'm not, beating myself up. This is just so interesting and it's actually pretty hilarious sometimes how this plays out is that I have a habit of not finishing things right? I tend to leave things open. Sometimes I even leave the loop open from the beginning to the end of my my podcast episode. I leave cupboard doors open. You've heard me say that before. I love starting projects, but it's a little bit more difficult for me to finish projects. Even a project of starting to declutter the top of my desk. I will get distracted and I will start something else. So I have these open cupboards. I have these open projects. I have these open bags and in fact when you start to notice again you will just laugh because I think of my kids saying mom mom finish your sentence and I'm like what well you started to say something but you didn't finish it oh right now this is an issue for moms and busy people right we have lots going on so sometimes we are starting a sentence and we're getting distracted But I'm starting to realize that that this just seems to be an operating system for me. When I noticed, and this was again, something coming from one of my sons who said, why do you put dot 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 at the end of your text? Like you text me and then you've got these dots at the end, like what's up with that? Oh my gosh. Then I'm, Houston, we have a problem. (laughs) I cannot even finish my text. It's like I want to leave that loop open. I've got my dots at the end, just in case there was something else out there in the universe that needed to be said, but I couldn't quite finish it. I'm like, all right now, this is really, really interesting. So as I start to close the almond bag and I start to close the cupboards and I start to finish my sentences, right? And I don't put the dot, dot, dot at the end of my text. In the moment, I'm like, hmm, that is really, really interesting. And so for some of you, it may not be this. You might be, and that's very Vata. I'm going to say that as well. It's not so much Pitta. (laughs) It's a little bit more Vata, but you can still change it. You absolutely, I can still change it. So some of you might notice that how you do anything is how you do everything. Some of you might do everything fast. You might talk fast and walk fast. You might eat fast. You might declutter fast. You might clean fast. So you might say, hmm, what happens if I slow down for a moment? How does it affect everything else? So you're awake, you're in the moment, you're present, you're curious. This is your yoga. And it's not negative. It's not about beating ourselves up right around this. Oh, I didn't close the cupboard. Oh, I ate that too fast. It's like interesting, sometimes funny, sometimes hilarious. And if you share this with this podcast episode with friends or family, They will lovingly tell you what some of your operating systems are. (laughs) So sometimes we ask, sometimes it's just shared with us, but it's often not funny until we choose to say, oh, that is really funny or start to look at it from that perspective. It really makes everything less mundane, right? Less have to. I'm just going to do this and notice how this relates to something else and how this relates to how I am. It doesn't have to be how I always have to be. Nothing is cast in stone. We can always figure out why am I doing this? How can I How can I change it if I want to? How can I make it easier? How can I do this with more ease physically mentally emotionally okay and it can simply start with closing the bag (laughs) that is how I am going to move through the rest of this week and it is again a huge process and this is and I've shared this before that I love 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 doing this podcast because it is eye-opening for me. It has had me drawing things out that unless I was writing about them, and unless I was noticing, I don't think they would be to the forefront at all. So I'm going to, for this week, finish my sentences. (laughs) I'm going to take those dot, dot, dots out of my text just to notice. With my coffee cup, it is not going in the, in the sink this week at all, right? Dishwasher or washing it. And just having fun with it. So this is my suggestion. I'm going to close the loop for you in this episode today. How you do anything is how you do everything. Notice it. Play with it. Trust yourself right? This is for me, I'm just looking at, I had made a note around when I rip up that receipt at at the end of lunch. Trust myself, right? It's okay. Take a breath and move forward. So this is actually going to work beautifully with my guest next week, Mel Mason, who is a decluttering expert from declutteringspaces.com and she is going to help us dig in a little bit more. So again, I've been very light this episode. I love being light. I will run away from the concept of my clutter, meaning more than clutter. But having read Mel's book, having watched some interviews with Mel, having been in uh, Zooms with Mel, I'm like, it's time. It is time to dig a little bit deeper. So if you are up for it, because this week is all about fun. (laughs) Now next week will be fun as well but we're going to dig a little deeper into why we have the clutter and perhaps why we're holding on to the clutter. And again, this is something, this is a discussion I avoid like the plague, but I'm ready for it. So I'm hoping that through the course, if you haven't had a chance to listen to the other episodes, have a listen through everything again from our digital decluttering to our garden decluttering, all of it again related to what is our emotional relationship with our decluttering it's a wonderful way to end this theme this month so I would love you to join in I'm so excited for it and I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna be preparing for it this week as I move through the week so this week how you do anything is how you do everything be curious Be open to the possibilities, have fun with it, and I'll talk to you again next week. If you love this episode, I guarantee you're going to love exploring all the amazing opportunities that await us in reclaiming our awesomeness together. So come on over to my Facebook group, Women's Wellness Community for Women Wanting to Rock Their Me Now Years, or let's connect over on Instagram at HabitGuru365. And make the Habit Guru Podcast your healthy new habit.